Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Tuning in. Hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. Um, can't believe a year has gone by. Since Dad died. Mm-hmm. And, um, for other people, it has different meanings. For us, this was special, especially tough for us because it's been one year. Um, and we decided for for our sake and for the sake of our family that we were going to take uh, two weeks off from this business. Take care of ourselves. I'm trying to get some new memories to get the traumatic experience of last year out of our heads, so um, we come up with an idea of visiting places Dad liked. So we Dad um, had seven days in the hospital, so we tried to do, um, so it was basically a week in the hospital, so from the time he collapsed to the, you know, the end of the, the hospital, yeah, um, with seven, about seven days, and so... We take two weeks off in the last week in December, and for those seven days, we tried to visit seven places. So it meant something to us, mm-hmm. to him, and we grew up some places we grew up, where we grew up, and other places we hadn't been in a while. Yeah. So, so on Saturday, Jordan, you want Jordan, you want to share what we did on the first day? Was um, we visited this Leo Creo State Beach? It's a uh, we, you know, that was the plan to to end and watch the sunset at Leo Creo State Beach. Um, it's a pretty special spiritual place for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we began the morning. Um, we went to the gravesite and and uh, kind of had a little family moment there, and then drove to the beach and uh, just walked it. Mm-hmm. And that was not much to say about it. Just. Mm-hmm. Was a private, peaceful place of finding. Some of the county line was very. We would, we would camp there. Camp there. Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. whenever it got tough, we would go head out to the beach. And it was a, different than, let's say, Santa Monica or something. Yeah. It was, it's got rocks and coves and tide pools. So it's it's a very, uh, kind of almost a little bit secluded. It's well known now. But when we were growing up, it was sometimes we'd be the only ones there. And then we would go on off season. So it would be yeah. just us and the the seals and the... <laughs> 
and the porpoises out there. And yeah. uh, it was good just to sit there, take your shoes off off the beach, um, take some time out, and we just sat there. Basically, did nothing. Mm -hmm. And watch the sun go down. Well, one thing with dad, it's um, dad loves sunrises and sunsets. So, even if, wherever we were camping at, you know, either Yosemite, Grand Canyon, um, wherever we might be, we were always um, made sure to rise early to watch the sunrise and or stay to watch the sunset. So, that was uh, one thing that we made it was part of our childhood was sun, sunrises and sunsets. And um, if follow us on Facebook, you can see some of the pictures of places we visited. Yeah, so one was in the next day. I mean, we did Laura Royal, Millard, everything. Laura Tried Royal around was one sunset. Thing we did every yeah. Sunday. We used to we camp collecting and mm -hmm. we also would walk that down to the stables and underneath the Colorado Bridge. And that was an experience that it was just, what, a minute or two from the house? And, less than a minute. Yeah, and then we took Marley and got a little exercise. Is, uh, see how the things have changed and the drought definitely has affected some of the places. But yeah. we also did Millard Canyon. We watched the sunset on the top. And, the, and then above JPL is that trail that we grew up basically upper, grew up upper. upper I don't know if that would, they say like upper Royal is almost like Devil's Gate, so it's even far, upper. Far yeah, so I don't I have to actually know what that trail is called. But when you grow up a place for so long, you don't quite know the proper names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it becomes so family slang. Yeah. <laughs> when you read for it, people kind of like, what? It's like, oh, sorry, this is just, well, the trail it's above your JPL. backyard. So uh, the people who grew up here and all your friends, and but they kind of know who it is. We'd spend summer there swimming, making swimming holes. What else? We had built dams. We'd ride our bikes, single speed bikes up there. Um, so that was kind of neat. We didn't get a chance to spend overnight places because we still had to take care of the animals and the farm. Um, we know. did also do Eaton Canyon, which was another... Yeah, we walked there a lot. And then uh, um, Griffith's Park Observatory. We, we go to the zoo. We didn't go to the zoo. But there, I mean, there's a lot more favorite places we we didn't go to, but it was like... It's not too realistic. You know, but it was like seven seven days, seven places, so... Most common ones. Yeah, that were easy to get to in the afternoon because we would spend, I mean, we had things to do during the day and we tried to go around sunset. So, and then there's the eating, favorite eating spots. Yeah, so sometimes. Like hole in the wall mom and pop stores. Yeah, dad had a weakness for french fries. And veggie burgers. The fast food for veggie burgers. Yeah. You know, people like, oh, you do eat. Yes, we have a weakness for fast food veggie burgers and fries. Yeah, one of those are one weakness, dad's one weakness. Jordy would have ketchup and fries on the side. <laughs> dad loves French fries. I think he got it from his dad. Hole in the wall restaurants. Yeah, we so visit mom and pop. So. Us, so like Pete's and canals. I think yeah, so they had like a, you know, just like Hole one the of them had, it hadn't changed since who knows, like the 1950s. It's just like <laughs> it looks the same. It's a little great. No, I mean it's a nice little spot. It's, it's just not fancy, and that's yeah. that's Hole what we've wall. always that's loved. What, yeah, that's good. So um, we visited one of. The, the eating place as well, yeah, the visit the other one. one. Yeah. When we're really, really hungry. In between all it, we visited friends and mm -hmm. had friends stop by and spent some time. Yeah. Sometimes we talk, talk to people and they said, you know, they were blown away by taking the two weeks off. And it's like, that's such a good idea and visiting all places. And what we really did it for was for ourselves because we were so locked into the day to day, um, keeping the farm, getting the farm up and running again. But sometimes we forgot um, to take care of ourselves. So it was nice to, two weeks is almost up. We have. To take a third week off, but. We have oh, these I can't, I can't. We have massive <laughs> lists of to do, and that's, sometimes you look at it, you know, the year is ending, and you're like, did I accomplish everything I needed to accomplish this year? Yeah. No, but 
So <laughs> there's a little anxiety that happens with that. Um, we got a couple last minute things done the last week that we kept putting off in terms of the business, things that had to change since dad died. Um, yeah, because we're actually, because we were all not working. Yeah, we're we all, all could go together. to a bank, or we could all go because usually <laughs> somebody's working there, somebody's at the homestead, somebody can't. Yeah, it's been a little chaotic. We have to schedule all our schedules on apps now. Google Calendar. Google Calendar is our friend. It's like, can we do an interview on this date? We're scrolling through. Oh, yeah, everybody's in town then. <laughs> so, and then. Um, Simple living. Hey, it gets things done. And then. Um, we're going to work on a, we could tell maybe about a plaque that we're working on for the homestead. For yeah, um, and probably, uh, it'll definitely be done by April. For dad. Sure. Yeah. Um, we just feel like some sort of recognition for dad at the homestead. Some people do not actually know the history or they do not know dad passed. So it's just, just some, yeah, yeah, some sort of visual representation. And I think, um, I designed a couple and I, I believe we're going to make a couple showcasing artists, some yeah. of dad's best quotes in the best imagery, for instance, the trial in the hand, he was not proud of it, but that was like his iconic, he referred to that as a symbol of what he believed. And so I believe um, I'm going to do some of that. So kind of looking, I have some ideas, but it'd be nice to, I don't know, I wish I could find an artist that knew dad. So putting it out there, if anybody's an artist, contact Jordan <laughs> because she's looking for a couple signs speak. She, third person. Um, I'm looking for a couple of signs to, uh, I have some designs on my computer. Would it be like metal flap? Anything. I, you know what? If, any, if people want to do it, just let me know. Um, something that can weather the outdoors. Mm -hmm. That's all I would say. And uh, we would, I can go to, you know, online and find out. But it would kind of be nice to find someone who actually knew dad or uh, maybe can put a little passion into it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it will happen. But I'm just throwing that out there. We want to read what we posted on nice. Facebook for those that aren't on Facebook. Um, yeah, so um, Justin wrote this. Well, you guys um, helped a lot to help me well, smooth it out a little bit because you added some choice words and some <laughs> choice punctuations. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> sometimes I, I admit I'm not writing as much as I should. It'll, it'll come, but I, at the moment I can't. Yeah. Um, so it says, um, posted a picture of, the picture that we posted was the one at, um, at Wallenstein Film Festival. Uh, taken by family. a journalist. I think it was one of the, like one of those, I think it captured an un, unrehearsed moment. Cause I, I think, think it was a surprise. Well, they, they kind of put us out, they kind of, we were coming out of the building coming and the lady goes, get together. Yeah, like we got together and I think it was one of the best. Yeah, because yeah, you're so. not posing, yeah. you're posing, yeah. you know, we've there was no post. It was no, it wasn't no, posing. Yeah, so it was that, done by a reporter so that's there, why I think but they caught the us by surprise. So it um, wrote, um, one year anniversary of our father's death. One day at a time, we've been able to keep on going and growing. Soon to be 365 days later, it is both depressing and inspiring at the same time. Thankfully, we had a lot of help along the way from the many people getting us through every day. We are truly grateful. There have been a lot of things to do and so many projects to finish. There's still so much to do. So little time it, so little time in the day. Finish one thing and on to the next. Survival mode kicks in and you have to trust your own instincts. The trick is not to try to overthink everything. And remember to thank God for everyday miracles. No doubt it's been a daily struggle to keep your head up. Everyone has bad days and it sucks. The never-ending battle of depression, anger, and anxiety, and just worrying about life and your own mortality. 
Whether you want to or not, your mind auto replays those last moments and memories together with your dad over and over again. For your own sanity and self-preservation, this time try not to feel it so much. And most of all, keep busy and distracted so you don't go crazy. Many times doubts creep in and, at, and you ask, and the point to this all is, and yes, it still does hurt like it just happened yesterday. There is and always will be a hole in your life now and forever. It's been one of hell of a year to say the least. No one knows what will happen next, what tomorrow will bring. Your life can change in an instant, never to be the same. The thing is that, the thing is, that's life. You just have to live it. Many thanks and gratitude to our dad for laying the groundwork to grow our future. We survived and we're still here. So, we got a lot, a lot of really yeah, nice comments um, on that. So, we really appreciate that. We appreciate the people sending holiday cards and holiday gifts. And, um... Yeah, just uh, dropping by. We have a lot of cookies in the house. Yes, oh my word. <laughs> so you can people, here yeah, some cookies for you. Oh. We appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of cookies. There's a lot of cookies chocolate, and chocolate yeah. in the house. They know what we like. We have our weakness. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. um, it's one, of those, like, one of those few weeks that you just need chocolate to get through. So yeah. We're able to binge chocolate binge a little bit. Um, some people brought some food by, which was nice. Yeah, or took us out to eat. Yeah, one, one was come for brunch and brunch ended up being an all day affair and we ended yeah, up staying for dinner which was including awesome. Bollywood movies and some really laughter <laughs> some like, good laughter belly laughs yeah. rolling out on the way it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty funny and, oh, and then yeah, like I said people um, texting me thinking of you know just just a simple text thinking of you today and, and yeah. stuff like and that and really strangers that. even mm -hmm. reading it and sharing it online and they said Somebody wrote me on Facebook and said, you know, I had to put my dad in hospice today, and this meant a lot to me. And I somehow I'm a Facebook friend of hers or whatever, and so she she shared it, and a bunch of other people shared it, because it does say a lot, you know, a few things, unfortunately. Um, we're still working on some of the anger and anxiety parts, but, you know, so we're working on that. But, um, and um, dad and, um, yeah, just... There's a lot of I got a lot people, of thank yous. To send yeah, out, people so. really stepped up and you know took us took us out took, gave you know spent some good days. And we still have a few weeks left our vacation, so it's not a few weeks. Or sorry, a few days. Sorry, I hope it was, it was. I wish it was a few weeks, but that's right, a few days. Well, it's not a vacation. It's a working no, vacation. No. We just took it off for ourselves. Um, we also were able to catch up with some work. We talked about business side. We also um, were able to. And do some improvements on the homestead. Some replacing the old raised beds. There's some photos of what Justin's done on Facebook, and it's a complete. It's uh, the same, beds, the beds get yeah. well. The how old are the beds? Over ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah. Some of them were just paper thin. And we, on a budget, we don't use the greatest wood, so things like pine, um, it's it's inevitable. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising with the untreated lumber to last that long, soil contact. Of course, it's bone dry, it's a desert. I think but Dad treated everything with citrus, citrus yeah, oil, so right. it helped. Yeah, untreated, nat naturally mm -hmm. treated. Sorry. So it was long overdue, and we were able to... Because we took and we have too much soil. And we also went up higher, so I got a little greedy. And <laughs> a couple 2x4s, I went 2x12s. And boy, they were a pain to get in the truck and a pain to move around and think, but... Say so it looks pretty good. Now they're empty, and I have to fill, fill them up. Uh, yeah. Did have some volunteers help us out with that. 
planting, taking apart, yeah. um, cutting up the wood. And hard pruning too. You guys hard pruned a lot. Uh, Some trees had to go. Took out a loquat, cut back the... Guavas. Yeah, because there's sunlight. Just everything so. is just overgrown. And it's long, long time yeah. coming. Yeah. And then speaking of which, um, long time coming. And the only reason we can, I mean, it's good that we can work in the garden every day. But kind of there's it's no scary rain. because it's been dry. I don't know if people know. There's no I mean, snow in the mountains. No snow in the mountains. I guess everybody's heard about all the fires. fires. It was it was like at one point it was like seven fires burning. Thankfully, in December. yeah, in December. So we had friends who've been evacuated twice this year. Um, of them, thankfully, they didn't lose so anything. You went up to 210. Did you see both sides of the freeway? This is scorched. It was like, yeah, you know, it was, it's yeah. completely to the freeway black. Um, it was described as looks like an elephant hide. Yeah. Compared that, to last year, it was raining almost every day. I thought it was, yeah. yeah. I thought so it was scary. a pretty uh, interesting de description. It looks like an elephant hide, black and scorched all the yeah. way up the 210 freeway. And it's scary because no snow in the mountains. There's no snow in the mountains. There's usually the two or three feet of snow on some of these mountains. If you're lucky by December. There was none. It was dry and hot and nice. And it was a beautiful day. <laughs> but you're sitting there going, wow, this is a beautiful day. And you're mm -hmm. like, wait, hold on. Something's wrong. Yeah. It's December and it should not be this way. Mm -hmm. I mean. It shouldn't have the water. In we were at the beach. It was a beautiful day at the beach. We, yeah. you know, we, in we December. brought all these jackets. We brought all these long pants. Because usually the winter the, can be blustery. Stuff. We're because peeling you're on, off. The, on the ocean. Because it's usually, okay, inland, it's always, it's always like 15 to 10 degrees cooler. And okay. Well, even Saturday night, Santa Monica, it was like 70 degrees. Oh, like, I remember Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We I went to Thanksgiving. I was, I was literally, I was like, oh, I'm overdressed. We were peeling off. We actually left the jackets in the car. We were mm -hmm. peeling them off. Mm -hmm. We were down to sh shorts and a t-shirt, basically. Mm -hmm. And it was like, no wind, no yep. cold, no nothing. It was pretty, uh, it was nice, but also scary, because mm. that means that's going to be... Where were we Thanksgiving? I was at the beach Thanksgiving. Okay, there were some that's rocks. right. I'm like, where were we Thanksgiving? I was, it was, I was like, I just blanked there for a minute. No, the problem is they were cooking, the place I went to, they were cooking the turkey in, in this little beach house, and everybody's complaining how hot it was, and... It was it was almost ninety degrees in the kitchen. It was pretty brutal. We're, we're, we're desperate, need a rain. Yeah. Everybody knows. It was knows Manhattan that. Beach, but yeah, it's not it's not good out there. That, we were even. Um, a friend of ours took invited us to Hanukkah dinner, and we're at this table, um, ten or twelve people there, and they weren't farmers, and they didn't live off the land, but they knew we were in trouble. That we didn't have enough rain. She says, "What about the weather?" Just strictly, she knew it was dry. That mm -hmm. couple knew it was dry. Um, the other couple was married 62 years, but we figured that out. But um, it's pretty they knew, awesome. that's amazing. But they knew from the forecast because they were talking to family back east. They knew it wasn't wet. Well, and during this Friday um, Shabbat service, they asked the the rabbi said anything, and they said we rain want for rain, the fire. rain for the fire. So and we rain for the garden, rain for the thing. So it was uh, every people know it. I mean, that's unfortunately even even non-farmers non know that we, this is our rainy season, and if we don't get it now, we don't get it, mm -hmm. um, we're not gonna get it. Yeah, so right. we're on a deficit, and fires are still burning, and it's almost New Year's. Like I said, there was a ranger at a park, You're like, this time, two to three feet of snow. None, we're in trouble, and that's what he said. Mm -hmm. yeah. So on a lighter note, I'm gonna tell the story coming home from Hanukkah. The Friday night, 
So we went to a Hanukkah dinner, and then and coming then down the, then the, the, the kind of the seedy part of Pasadena, coming down the seedy part of Pasadena, and uh, I pointed out to Justin. I said, "Look at that!" And there was a uh, Santa, a kind of thin, thin Santa, sitting at a bus stop in this really dark, seedy corner of Pasadena, and he was by position of hand smoking a joint. <laughs> How does Jordy know that? We'll let that know. I'm just joking. Hey, my neighborhood, man. It's from my environment. Um, so we're on the floor. Wait, well, I, mean, I cooled out. We're laughing so hard because it just started riffing was, off it. It was, was hilarious. Nobody, there was, was nobody on the street. Forgot you. It was a very sad-looking Santa smoking a joint. He's kind of slumped over and just at a bus stop. And it's like, you know, you wanted to pull up and say, dude. Where's your reindeer? You know, I have. We need a lift. Yeah. And we were just, and then Justin, you know, he was driving, so he passed it. Like, we're like, like no, turn around, around, turn around, turn around. It was an Instagram post. And so we just, we started having fun riffing with one line. It was, you know, it was like budget cuts. <laughs> so, no, no, no snow in no LA. Too hot to hear. Yeah, yeah, the crack down the border. They won't let the reindeer over the Canadian border. I don't know, just. North Korea, no flies Yeah, North Korea, between North Korea and America, we might shoot them out of the sky. Just yeah. it was we were, we were laughing so hard. We wanted to do like the top ten of uh, yeah, <laughs> some of them might be a little too politically charged, but <laughs> so we'll keep that. But one of them was like, to say, it was funny. It was like nobody. We would have we would have felt safer if there were more people on the street. Oh, yeah, we were just like got the munchies. He's yeah. smoking a joint so he can eat more cookies. <laughs> Is this how he flies? Oh, yeah. Is this how he's high? He flies high. Uh, <laughs> the reindeer, you know, they have to fly, go high somehow. Was, was that? Hanukkah, yeah. but it was six yeah, days of Hanukkah, so but it was just. <laughs> we were just having Sorry. fun with I know. Speaking of munchies, I went with a friend to. to um, <clears throat> The, the other, uh, we call a whole paycheck. And um, so he was buying stuff and I don't know what, but he got all, went, oh, pickles. So he got this big jar of pickles. And then, oh, cookies. And no, he went by and he was like, oh, chocolate brownie. And I turned to him and I was like, pickles, you chocolate? Pregnant? I was like, hmm. If, if I thought it said, you know, one of us would have been pregnant, ain't me. I was just like, chocolate and pickles. We do have a word. That is. <laughs> Yeah, that if anybody saw that, they think it was somebody was pregnant. But I was like, it's not me. <laughs> and he was a guy, so of course he wasn't. So yeah, so, that um, was for, that was funny. I was laughing. I we laugh at things that are very strange. <laughs> but it was funny. He had pickles in one hand and had chocolate muffin in the other. I was just like, did you help him eat it? Yes, I did. He was like, you want some? So yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. You also brought back those. They were a little dang amazing. Not I did bring back those. Some salted. <laughs> salted caramel, yes. I those did. are good. I was like, I'm looking for something chocolate. And I said, and I passed by them and I said, hmm, that sounds good. And I went around, I still went back to them and they were good. Oh, good. Yeah, so that was a nice holiday treat. So that was fun. And then I did, um, one of our podcast listeners and Thornbox customers came in to, uh, with her husband and another couple who's also a Thornbox customer. Um, came into the cafe that I work and uh, you know she's always very complimentary on um, on the stories and stuff like that but um, she, she appreciated liked the sofa story. she did like the sofa story and I said well if you stay tuned for the upcoming podcast you will find the end of that uh, happy yeah that sofa story which it probably aired last week so or sometime so for those who are following the, the, the sofa watch, story yeah, watch it or listening to it in chronological <laughs> order and, that. and so yeah we've been sitting on that sofa 
ever since. It's a good, it's a good sofa. sofa. It's nice. It's a nice one. Now we need a matching one. Yes. We'll put a photo on Facebook. No. Uh, it's funny how we pick up stuff off the side road all the time too and decorate our house and people yeah. think it's completely Yeah, then, then this planned. Friday, yeah, and this Friday, another um, person or I guess fan of Facebook follower of ours, um, um, there is moving and it's perfect timing because our, our washer of about 10 years um, gave the ghost and so stopped working and then she She's contacted moving. us and moved she and said, did you want a washer? And we're like, sure. So we're always on the lookout for second hand. So we really well, appreciate that. Yeah. People, well, we, we really, fix, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, it was like $200 for the car. She was moving, mm -hmm. so we, we could uh, run to you all and go pick it up. So mm -hmm. we're able to um, reuse some of it. Yeah. It's nice when people call us up and say, hey, could you use this? And we're like, yeah, we can. We really can. Because there's sometimes we've gone, you know, people have called us and said, hey, could you use a fridge? And we use a refrigerator. Because sometimes, like, we're in between and we need an extra one in the garage and it works. And you got called up and you've got the, what, this cabinet here. And <laughs> us, you know, a lot us, of the rooms and, and how people walk chair. in, they're just like, how is this? looks really cool I'm like yeah didn't, didn't buy, buy anything it. just you see it and like hey that fits it's an art I might become a junk person who knows I might actually start making art of it but yeah um good. I do want to mention that sometime in the last two weeks we lost Bella Bella was uh one of our oldest chickens little tiny little coach and bantam mm -hmm. um a day Belzebub. Her name was Bella, but we often called her Belzebub or Hell's Bells. Um, she was this little tiny little two-pound chicken that was when she was a little baby chick. She had, I believe, a heart condition because she would like get excited and like her, her crop would fill with fluid. Is she just like like had a lot of fluid in her chest and would turn blue? Um, and just from my experience, it definitely looked like a hot condition. And Annie's and I spent one night keeping her alive. And I can't quite explain it, but we found out that if we elevated her chest by hand, she would not start gasping and not turn blue. Like, mm -hmm. she was suffocating. Mm -hmm. So we took turns all night elevating her chest and falling asleep and then elevating her chest. And we kept her alive one night because she generally was dying. Um, somehow... As a chick. As a chick. As yeah. a young chick somehow she got through this really bad heart condition we gave her some stuff and i'm not sure if that got her th through that i mean you know cayenne um she continually exhibit exhibited heart condition problems like when she would get excited she would actually literally turn blue in her face and we're like bella don't get excited but she was such a little you know punk feisty little, feisty and little she punk chicken and tiny the tiniest one of the bunch that she wanted to pick a fight with all the chickens she just like put her chest out and do that little bouncy rooster dance and you'd like put your oh. finger was oh. she, yeah she was alpha what she was she? the alpha and you'd put the and she her uh, she was actually the one that in a previous podcast took over from clementine being lifted down from the porch yeah, so if you're there from if our listeners are familiar with that story bella clementine passed it to bella H -H. and so <laughs> If you got down and you like put your little finger at her, she'd like pick a fight with your finger. And sometimes I think she enjoyed it, but then she started gasping and her face would turn was like, Bella, come on. And so she was bells above a hell's bells. And uh, we knew she was uh, going because she was getting tired. So we put her in a box and generally I fed her everything she wanted to eat. And she scoffed it down. And not to make, you know, sound traumatic, but 
She was one stubborn chicken. Because yep. most chickens, when they're ready to go, they just fall asleep. They fall soon. asleep and it's relatively fast. This chicken, she would not go out easy. She's like, I'm going to live to the very last. And she was in death. She was stubborn. <laughs> and it was sad because it's like, you know, not to say I'll look at him like, oh, she did. Has she passed yet? Nope. She's like, I'm still here. <laughs> She'd look open her eyes like, hell yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm tired, but I'm looking at you and I'm still owning the place. Just don't forget it. And then I held her as she, as she passed. And, uh, and she's buried in the garden, but I just wanted to, she was going on 11 years old and Bella is one of those ones. And I cry over it, you know, it doesn't get easy. I do cry over every single one because they all have those stories. But Bella, you know, she's queen of the homestead. <laughs> little so tiny next, little. Who's next in line? Um, well, Lucy's the setting on. No, wait, who took Alpha? I think, but it's not Adele. Adele is just so passive. Yeah, I think it's one of the um, Sussexes. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty bossy. The Sussex are mm -hmm. pretty bossy, and the uh, Bod Rocks are bossy. So and I think the uh, Maddie's back. And the and the what's it called? <laughs> Frida and uh, Tina. They're, <laughs> oh, they're, no, they're, I think the, I think the Silkies are just neurotic. Yeah, they're neurotic. They're not bossy. They're just they're like, like ah, what the heck's going on? And wow, look at that! Wait, back. You know, that's what they, they just run around like a little psychotic little, yeah, little psychotic little dinosaurs. <laughs> just, I don't think they know even how to control anything. They no, just they like don't they don't the, control their emotions. Yeah, they just like emotions kind yeah, of like bad. <laughs> Wait, something's moving. Blah. <laughs> they're hilarious. <laughs> Tina and Frida, they're just nuts. They're nuts. <laughs> they're hilariously nuts. They're crazy. So And we lost another chicken, um Violet. And so it just life goes That was the one we adopted. We adopted uh, a chicken Violet and uh She was all on old age. Life just passes and it's nice to just be there when they do and uh love them when they pass. And uh not to say it gets easier, but you start to appreciate that. You you appreciate the way they lived and the way they died. And uh, so it's just with the whole two weeks off with my memory and dad, you know, losing two chickens around that time, you kind of start to appreciate life a little more. Yeah. It's been a rough, couple, rough year remembering all that stuff. It's just, you know, I think uh, some sanity comes, for me anyways, comes in the garden. So whenever Fixing I Fixing things up. Mm -hmm. Whenever really I get... I wish people could see it. <laughs> well, hopefully, we're thinking of offering uh, tours to our farm box customers, the yeah, first ones to come there, the, the, the subscribers, and two people supported us. And what I've been kind of spending my downtime doing is designing a chicken coop for the homestead, which after many yeah, years, yeah. after many years of raising chickens, I have this idea in my head for the coop, and I'm trying to put it to paper, and I'm trying to translate it to a builder, and I'm not quite sure how to say it, so. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, it can happen. Checks. Yeah, hopefully, it can happen in by April. Yeah, so we're shooting for, uh, you know, a farm box subscriber subscription or customers to get a tour. And, well, that's, that's the plan. Anyways. That's the plan. Um, but if we don't get any rain, it's I mean, gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long. Speaking of no rain, my reason why Justin did one of the, we did some of the beds is we talked about in a previous podcast about, um, if making the beds more efficient, um, for drip irrigation because yeah, so Justin of, doesn't have the time anymore. Yeah, instead of separate three by eight beds with the pathway in between it, the, in theory anyways, the idea was a three by 10 to fill up the pathway and join them all in a row. So there's four rows of about 30 or 40 feet each. 
So you can put the idea some tape down is the that middle. you put drip, two rows of drip down each row, no pathways for it to leak on or drip on, and you turn it on on a timer, okay. and you turn it off on a timer. So that's the reasoning. Well, the, the beds need to be done, but the reasoning to change it, we get a little bit more extra square foot, and we don't have to irrigate, stop, I mean, drip irrigate, stop, drip irrigate, stop, drip mm -hmm. irrigate, stop. Well, and also we're 40 feet or many people down, so Justin can't have that free time to water anymore, so when you don't have the people, you turn to automated systems. Okay. Currently researching the best, the best that, options out there. Yeah, and I mean, uh, uses T-tape, I'm not sure. Some of the companies can weigh in on that, and maybe we'll get them as a sponsor or... Yeah, I do have a um, yeah a GoFundMe page um, for like donations because um, it's called GoFundMe.com/slash/GrowTheHomestead. So if people want to make uh, donations so that we can make improvements and things to the homestead, because um, we are wanting to you know uh, make improvements, make upgrades like workshop space, um, and what else? Um, workshop space, greenhouses, greenhouses yeah. aquaponics, nursery by these and these. Sorts of we're looking for products. We're going to review some products. We're going to start announcing the products that we use online and really putting that out there of really tried and true things. Because there's a lot of a lot of systems, but not everything works the way you want it to work. And it can be put to vigorous use the way we do it. I mean, you can have your little backyard garden, but we're almost industrial type. Semi-industrial. Semi in a backyard. Yeah, not quite homeowner. Yeah, so you get these like little rainbow, and nothing wrong with rainbow, but it's like the little backyard garden ones. You kind of need a little bit like, more, more industrial, industrial type. Yeah. So it's more of that balance of small scale. Small, large, mm -hmm. it's a combo. That's where we're not, big, we're too big for the homeowners, but too mm -hmm. small for the farms, like what Gabriel uses. Um, and it's even, um, it's even, you know, even with the chickens, when there's like the feeders, I, you know, I'm actually researching some products for the chickens because, like I said, I'm redoing that chicken coop, and uh, on paper at least, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And yeah. also going back to the garden, we had our, we touched on it last podcast, did have our first freeze while other people were worried about fires and the Santa Ana winds, we had our first frost. And it did damage some stuff because the wind blew off the covers, and then the wind stops, and then the plants freeze. Well, joining so, the beds should also help with covering them, you think, yeah, as well? Yeah, you do one solid. I mean, it's there anyways, but it would be maybe keep it a little bit warmer because it's higher, deeper, and no no um, like dead space, mm -hmm. no air space. So we're able to, we're about three or four inches high off, um, even with all that, even with going bigger, the beds are almost full. So uh, we're able to go on 10 and a half, well, what's it, 12, 11 and a half? 2 by 12 is 11 and a half. So we're able to uh, fill it up. We're trying to get rid of some of the dirt so far. You got to, we still have to take out the chicken coop. We haven't yeah. even done that. We haven't that. And also we're trying to also stay in business so we can't actually rip up the whole yard. Rip up the whole yard. So maybe, ideally, it's probably a it's probably more like a third, but it's probably, as looked at, it's probably a quarter of the yard has been redone with the new wood beds, and I get some drip irrigation and try it out. So we cheated a little bit, got some plants coming in tomorrow. <laughs> There's no so, cheating on that. <laughs> because it gets so behind, it's a thing with the cold and the time off, um, and then supposedly the farm box starts next week again, try to get back up and speed, hopefully do a gradual 
gradual thing and not have to do all at once. Rely heavily on Gabriel and other people to help us out. Well, um, like or I was, taking a week off. In the there's a we all got interviewed privately on the podcast and then nobody my listened to the other nobody one. listened to yellow no never listened to my <laughs> just but i i reason I, all made sense. reason why i bring it up is because i think the focus of my podcast was a lot of long-term homesteading and that's what we're going through now it's like after so many years of high production off the homestead and the you know the amount of animals we raised things don't stay the same you have to adjust still adjust and grow after so many years and uh for me, it's the animals, the chicken coop, the weight, the efficiency. It's. I think I started out with mostly bantams, what, 15 years ago? Mm -hmm. Now it's like big chickens and different kinds of ducks. And so you, you adjust with what you have and how the trees are growing. Yeah. And the soil, how much soil's back there, how to, you know, how to make it. And the garage needs yeah. to be painted again. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. I mean, things, just, things just wear out. Like I said, raised beds, they were down to basically as soon as you touched them, with the shovel, they just sort of disintegrated. Mm -hmm. And the water would leak out. Yeah. So the water would run off, the dirt, the beds were bowed out. So it was it was due, but because of what happened, we were not able to get around to it. Um, so I was able to get around to the third or quarter of the yard, which was nice. To, but got a head start for spring, but a little behind on some production. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I did fish fertilizer today, and I also did, um, if you want to look, I salted the yard with mm -hmm. minerals, mm -hmm. uh, sea minerals, so the new raised beds, because every couple of years we do and that. And you put compost, that's all you put, new compost. compost. I cheated a little bit, instead of having the compost, hey, the beds are so deep, I put six inches of compost, mm -hmm. raw compost, mm -hmm. and just buried it. So that's not cheat. that's and fine, as long as they're buried, it'll be great. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll be, be happy. happy. And then happens. you also put a hold, uh, like speaking of challenges, you put on uh, a hold on any new farm box subscribers, yeah, which so is like good news, bad news. Good news is you have two can't more take people subscribers for farm boxes. Yeah. The bad news is yeah. we have reached our limit. We'll put a waiting list. And it's frustrating because... Good news, bad news. Yeah. So we, I wrote the software company to say, can you, we've hit the wall, we've hit the We can't pack anymore, we can't do anymore. There's no refrigeration space. And the amount of manpower? Are we either add another day, another farm or whatever, but... I mean, someday you can't, I mean, like I said, some no. days you're up at midnight and up no, at so four, and it's like, I can't. No, can't. don't add it. You can, we can't add another day. No, I'm saying the options are, mm -hmm. you know. So, I mean, if somebody We'll put a waiting out, list. We'll put a waiting list. If anybody drops out, we'll put new subscribers in. Invitation numbers or whatever. So we're at currently about 50, and then we're alternate every other week. So it's about 25, sometimes 35, sometimes 20. So it averages out. But we're going to put a hold on any new signups. We appreciate the people that signed up because it got us through the year, especially those that were able to afford quarterly or payments that a big lump sum to come in at one time. And we also appreciate the people that do support us weekly with yeah. cash. And, and we sent off, um, speaking of them, um, sp speaking of the um, sponsors, we are looking to hopefully get some more sponsors. Um, we'll, we'll be hopefully soliciting or if people want to patrons. become a patron, uh, you know, uh, sponsors. And then for the patrons, we just finished sending out their swag. So we really appreciate pretty that. Cool hopefully swag. they continue. Yeah, I know. Pretty I'm going continue. to make off with some of it. I know. So. Run off. Yeah, and there's a mug or two that I think <laughs> might have just disappeared. Yeah. So and speaking of that, I don't know if you're, for those who've been tuning in this last year, um, I don't know if you've noticed better sound, but um, thanks to the patrons and um, our podcast sponsor, 
Uh, we've upgraded our interface mic, so the quality should sound much better. A podcast sponsor, Lehman's. Yeah, podcast sponsor, Lehman's. So appreciate We're that. Able to, uh, it's quicker, faster, simpler, and mobile. So maybe, maybe we'll, we'll take it road. on the road. <laughs> you get an invite. Send us invites, we'll map it. We're considering EcoFarm, but I don't know. EcoFarm Conference, which is up in the Silmo, Northern California. We've been there twice already. End of January, we're thinking of attending, and it's kind of on the fence right now, but maybe people can push us over the fence by writing us and let us know. Put us up, tickets. I mean, guess. Yeah. It's it's pretty pricey to attend. I mean, but it's good. I mean, you 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 get food, you get... If it's raining all week, we'll head up there. You know, if it, if I have to water and have to think, yeah. we have, we'll have issues. Like I said, we had the freeze set me back a little bit. We're doing the beds. I finally got around to doing soil blocks. It's been a while. Oh, and wheatgrass with the yeah wheatgrass chickens, soil blocks. Got some spring seeds in. Um, it's like a kid in a candy store buying seeds. Got wildflowers coming in. Um, trying to get more. When we cut down some of the front yard to get some more sunlight so we can grow wildflowers to sell cut flowers that people are interested in to bring bring in extra income Um, so it's definitely it's like almost like a new yard sometimes but um, yeah you're finding actually it's kind of weird it's like oh there's more space here (laughs) no there's not really just cleaned it up a little bit so yeah there's still some corner there's about two corners I haven't touched Mm-hmm. in a couple of years well, yeah. definitely this not this year and I have to get to it and yeah. Justin constantly besides his being busy Justin constantly reminds me there's no jam on the farm stand so yes. I know that <laughs> you own demand yeah. sometimes oh, I go yeah. sometimes when I go someplace they're like we got more jam well, you gotta the soups the soups and that well it's the every, gate gateway <laughs> it's the gateway gift <laughs> sorry okay, where are we going <laughs> I, I did it. that with the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the it's like, money. wait, check this coffee out. Oh, wait, hold on. And then I saw these autos. Well, Jordy, t- I suits. thought I had a lot of jam, and the next thing I knew, I was like, where's all the jam? Jordy took them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but now everybody wants them out there. <laughs> Along with coffee and soup. <laughs> out there, you mean Joshua Chase. I don't want to know what the heck you're talking about. But, um, and then I, I do want to mention um, our, well, my Facebook friend, um, and she's been to a couple of our events here at the homestead. Um, she's a clothing designer, and she has her own Etsy store, but she sent me another really cute holiday dress that I loved and wore a couple times and got so many compliments. Um, so I want to appreciate for her sending all those wonderful dresses that I get complimented on. You can find her online. She has an Etsy store. Um, so I'm going to probably write a blog post about her dresses and stuff. So you can find her at um, Lisa. So it's L-E-E-Z-A-888. Dot com um, for all those who say, oh, you have a cute dress and where are you wearing? That's where I'm getting them from. So appreciate yes. her sending. What I think she's got four dresses and a skirt. Where are so. you wearing it in our in our family photo that took us like three months to? Uh, no, I don't know what I was we, wearing. Despite in that one. all our quote media, we hate the camera. So yeah. when people tell us they have to have a photo of us, we put it off as far as humanely possible until mm-hmm. they rope us and they throw us out there and they say and about 50 pictures and one, one <laughs> we hate well no you're looking at the three people you're looking one way I'm looking the other way we, ha- we actually fun. literally hate cameras so it's, mm-hmm. it's very painful mm-hmm. and if the media show up and on a time period we do it but if we can postpone it we oh, postpone yes. speaking it. of media CMT's <laughs> coming out again right CMT's coming out again because they liked us so much <laughs> woohoo <laughs> so they want to do a longer interview with us so 
that supposedly happened. If they recognize the yard or recognize us. The question is, do we have to wear the same clothes? I don't know. We have to figure that out. That's the million dollar question. So it <laughs> well, Viva knows if you know, here's a few. You, you have to explain why that. Because with prior to this, because we've had media experience, five. like certain documentaries like Sunday like Channel and stuff where her shooting for three days they wanted to look like one wear day this, yeah. so you have to wear the same clothes so yeah. that's just I don't know if I could wear the same clothes with CMT because I came back from waitressing and I had this little 1950s dress on with cowboy boots <laughs> well you can just it was hot that was that 90 yeah. and we have her podcast come out they also have a local paper coming up next week San Marino or Tribune, Tribune or something. Going to so talk about gardening. So. Yeah, so the day after the Rose Parade, we're back into work. I start work again. It's like, oh, at the cafe. That sort of mm. kind of promoted. So. Yes, I did. <laughs> well, we, uh, well, so I mean, I've been working the whole time. I do a lot of website stuff now. And, you know, just as Justin does the garden, I have to re-examine, like, all the urban homestead tech. Things get planned obsolescence, so things like phones and computers Laptops. and internet. It's like a constant job to keep everything up, you know. And I have to get some laptops and had to t take care of my laptop because that's my tool for a job. And did you get the Apple thing to work out? <sighs> they supposed to call me back. Apple, call me back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> need warranty, need warranty. Yeah, so, and then like all cameras and, you know, Anisa's phone. Just, I'm like, I'm constantly like tech person around here. And I'm setting up the tech and keeping things going and everyone in communication with each other. Yeah, so a lot of things, a lot of things on the table, a lot of things to decide for next year. Obviously, there's only so many hours in a day. Um, and we're getting pulled in so many different directions. It's kind of hard. Well, we know what we want to do, just, and we like what we do, but it's kind of hard sometimes to decide. You can't do everything. There's a lot of things I want to do. I want to do another film. Uh, the Urban Homestead website, I was going along merrily on my way, fixing up, then something happened. There was some hacking things and kind of got a little bit damaged a bit, and I just got it back up, and I was looking at it the other day. And I'm like, I never finished. Side, and then that side. Yeah, I never finished what I wanted to do. Um, with the urban homestead which would have like online classes and and stuff um i was revisiting it again but i do the side job of other websites so the urban homestead kind of gets pushed aside and hopefully this year i'll do that and maybe even a video again we'll see yeah so it's on the table uh then like I said there's your own personal stuff you can only work so much you know but the only way that sometimes a lot of that will happen is with some funding so mm -hmm. I mean we're working these jobs and doing the things that support the homestead we're bringing next money yeah um, so like if I want to do a video it's time that I take away from what I make money at and well, everything costs yeah. there's internet, mm -hmm. internet and you have cars the cars well the mail our newsletter costs Monthly, yes. our website Lovely. costs monthly, Lovely. and and that it's not cheap. There's a lot of stuff. Software costs costs money, monthly, yeah. And uh, then uh, then inventory, oh, then insurance, <laughs> insurance. <laughs> all stuff. It's all It's a business. So it costs money. So some of the things that we want to do, like give more to the people, and they have to get a little bit more financially stable for that. You can only help others if you helped yourself. You're stable. If you're stable. <laughs> so if you're not drowning, you can reach your hand out. Otherwise, you drown. They drown too. So. 
doesn't it doesn't help that way. So we're trying to figure out how to do that. How to juggle everything. Stay afloat. Anything else? Did we cover everything? I probably not. Absolutely not. <laughs> we have all our notes. Here. I think we're just we're going into a new year. I know. And, um, 2018, folks. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> and we also work on other places. I mean, trying to maximize. We have a tiny house homestead plan thing yeah, in the works. There is a tiny home park. existence, but not ready to say more. <laughs> not ready to release the details. Yes. We need to blog more, and part of that is uh, just getting more of a focus of what we're going to say. And there is a tiny home, just not ready for the public yet. And there's also stuff like. Um, haven't one of our most popular sellers like blue basil and lavender just needs to be cut back. So I was able to knock, uh, knock down some of the blue basil I haven't been cut down in two years since Dad cut it down probably spring 27, 2016. Yeah, so um, they get. It needed to be cut back. What happens they get is woody. When Dad was good at it, he would go in there and thin them out and then this thing. So now because it's been two years, each of the shoots are getting smaller because mm -hmm. the plant's getting bigger. Mm -hmm. So you have to do a hard prune on. Go deep into the go plant. Go deep in there, hope that it doesn't freeze and get too cold where they exploded a couple years ago. You're going to have to prune the lemon verbena without dad. Yeah, lemon verbena, um, Indian pink guava waiting for the cold to get over. But the blue basil got a little leggy. It was not as productive, productive because it kept packing, you know, packing on it, picking it, selling it. But because you're into every selling it every week, a couple hundred shoots a week, chips, it's kind of hard. So that was going to be a brutal. So on the plants, we're kind of able to go that hard prune, you know, mm -hmm. that you yeah. need to get to get that new young growth. People don't lavender, understand that's what it takes. Yeah, They're like, because <laughs> why does your lavender look so good? Uh -huh. Dad would go in there and think, now I got three foot high lavender. Oh. There's That's the thing, like, it looked like crap during the winter time. Well, there's a volunteer that helps us sometimes with the farm boxes, and I'm like, when I show her how to pick herbs, I'm like showing down, she's like, that doesn't work, she like freaks out. That does, no, this is what you do, it's you get deep the, in there and you the cut that. I have to cut that. The oregano from has to be cut down. She, and she's and she was like, no wonder her plants don't look good. It's like, yeah, you gotta get deep into the stuff. The lavender is tricky, because you cut it back too hard, it dies. It dies. The blue so basil, the time does like that too. What? The, the time, time does. Time is brutal, the oregano. Speaking of, I think we should have a volunteer day coming up to help us get through the push yes. of, I believe we should do that again, where mm -hmm. we had all everybody come through, we have a list, yeah. knock off the stuff, maybe around the time you get that, where we can get the bricks off, and maybe yeah, dump I'll the talk stuff. Yeah, I'll talk with the cafe people again, they probably like that. And maybe so. a couple other people will just do a volunteer day and... Uh, I'm charged now. Okay. You guys, a list? <laughs> Write your list, I got a list. Give me some strong men, I got some list. <laughs> Please carry that for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I'm, you know, everybody's working not only homestead jobs, side jobs, and all. As like I said, and I have to take over more work at the cafe. Good news, bad news, you know. So, yeah, I got a side job of internet and website design, and because of that, I'm probably gr growing a portfolio. Maybe I'll just put that online. <laughs> I got like five websites I created, mm -hmm. some big ones, some big company that has got product in Home Depot. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that's funny because we have to pay bills, so. And well, it's good because I can work at the homestead and mm -hmm. call my own hours. Yeah, so that's so a lot to do, and I have to make jam. I know, 
but I didn't get around to it. And, and gluten-free mixes and yes, the acorn pancake mixes are really, really popular. Yep. Yep. So I have to do that. So we're the podcast and go back to work and go to sleep. <laughs> I gotta sleep. I'm exhausted <laughs> talking about it. Jeez. <laughs> Um, Justin, he how he hands out these to-do list uh, papers, and he wants, and I'm sitting there. I look at him. I think I'm almost terrified to write down everything. I think if I, I don't write it, like yes, if I ago, don't write it down, I keep my blank. sanity. <laughs> Excuse me, I have this. this no, is I have notebooks for this stuff. I write down every notebook. It's this is a day. I try to call, look. I cost off two things a day. I'm more of a well. See the, those notebooks, and then also me being the tech geek. Mine is kind of digital on a Google Doc, and so it's like cross-referenced to my phone, to my laptop, to anywhere and I have to-do lists that's digital. Because yeah. I'm the geek. Said, <laughs> the last time I crossed off eight or ten things, but I haven't got that. I've been that productive in a while since last week. So. Yeah, um. <laughs> All right, well, we want people to uh, send in questions or products. Let us know about the new products out there. and uh, I'm looking for garden clogs. My other ones got split. I can feel the water, you know. And there's, they have a little, like a, the garden clock, they have, I don't know why, they have a round. Hill? No, the back hill at the front, they have a round sort of thing that pops out. I don't know what it is. It's like a... Well, they didn't like An it. insert, and I can feel the water through it. It's kind of, yeah, so I'm look for... So products, uh, send us things that you heard about, and... Uh, yeah, we want to thank everyone again for their cards, notes, gifts, and support. And then patrons for, for yeah, and the patrons really appreciate that. Farmer customers for keeping up some business and see. Yeah, see so we want to yeah, wishing you and your family uh, many blessings in and our sponsor. New year. We thank our sponsors and the people who have supported Lehman's, the podcast. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, stay tuned for I guess twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. It's a, a it's open. It's it might a, be a podcast of silent screaming, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's all. Exactly. Yeah, just. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. <laughs> 55 minutes of silence. I don't know. What are we doing? Ah, hold on. Wait. <laughs> I think men podcast might have been. I think we're still, we're still, we're still, we're still loopy from the visit to our friend. She had us in sticky. I think we're. Yeah, we're loopy from a lot of stuff. That was pretty loopy. funny. That we're generally funny. loopy. What are you well, surprised? Was <laughs> you gotta find Ellen humor. Was... If you don't laugh, you cry. Yeah. Find humor in a lot of things. Well, it should be or not. Yeah, we don't mean spinning skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't worry about it next. Stay tuned. For the next <laughs> 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 <But> spinning skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Long story. <laughs> Stay tuned for the next podcast of Jerry's Pepto Bismol Pink Skeleton. <laughs> It's not even midnight. <laughs> and we are sober. Right? It's the cookies. We are sober, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sober. all right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the new year. Bye. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, oh, oh. 
Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Justin. Jordan. Keep Good on time. growing. Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.